Hi, friends. Welcome back to Sorta Awesome. I'm your host, Meg Teets. I am so excited, you guys, to welcome today's guest, whom you probably already know online. Miss Bree McCoy is joining us today. She's the author of Come and Eat and also the brand new release, The Cook's Book. And she also is the creator of an amazing Everyday Kitchen Masterclass, a five-week online course that teaches people how to become more confident as home cooks. Bree, welcome to Sorta Awesome. Hi, thank you so much for having me, Meg. I'm so happy to be here. I am so thrilled to have you here and to talk all about your brand new book, which we were just talking about. And you guys, I brought it here as a prop so we can look at it. It's so beautiful, as most cookbooks are. But Brie, the level of comprehensiveness of teaching that this book is, how did you fit it all in one book? I do not know. But here's what I would love to start with. You know, you maybe introduce yourself and people might know you online as an accidental home cook. So I would love to hear briefly before we get into the show, like, how did you go from being like somebody who did not consider herself a cook to writing a gorgeous book like this and teaching so many people how to cook? It is wild. I did not see that on my bingo card at 26. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I just did not enjoy cooking or really I didn't cook. I just didn't cook. It seemed ridiculous. I was like, that's so much time and mess. And yeah. all of the things I was like, when we got such great takeout, like near us, yeah, I just was yeah. like, I'm just going to eat takeout all the time. And then I didn't have enough money to do that. What happened. <laughs> it's expensive. It does. <laughs> it gets a little pricey. I was like, wow, I see my future and it looks bad. <laughs> I'm <gonna laughs> yeah, living weak. out in like takeout boxes, <laughs> like assembling my home. <laughs> That's where we're headed. Yes. Well, and yes. I was newly married. And my husband and I, he was like, how about we learn to cook? And I was like, that's the worst thing you've ever said to me. Prenup. Oh, no. no. <laughs> like, no, man, no. Yes. But we did. We decided to learn to cook. And I cooked my way through a cookbook. And one day I was just cooking and I was like, I love this. And it kind of caught me off guard. Yeah. I was like, Wait, what is that? Uh-huh. And I was like, I love this. And I wanted to learn more. I wanted to know about all different kinds of foods. Now I'm like so obsessed with food and wine pairing. And so it just became this love that then turned into a passion for teaching. Yes. Okay. I love that. And I am so thankful that you were able to distill everything that you've learned and especially coming at it from the perspective of somebody who wasn't just naturally always into cooking that you kind of taught yourself. And now that gives you such a great starting point for teaching other people when you learned this yourself along the way. So you guys, we are going to be talking all things cooking and kitchen and the love of cooking and how you can even develop that, even if it's not something that you're super into, how you can find joy in the kitchen. We're going to have all of that with Brie McCoy coming up today on Sorta Awesome. Welcome back, Awesomes, to the show that is all about helping you be smart, strong, and social. I am so thankful that you are here. If you have been looking for a community that is here to support you, no matter what age or stage of life you are in, I'm so thrilled to tell you that you have come to the right place. In fact, 
we would love to have you join us, not just here in the podcast app where you're listening to Sort of Awesome, but come and find us on social media in one of our social media gathering places. We are on Instagram where you can add a little bit more awesome to your Instagram feed at Sort of Awesome Show over there, or come and find us in the Sort of Awesome Hangout group on Facebook. We have thousands of women who show up every day to support each other through the ups and downs of life, problem solving, troubleshooting, giving advice, getting recommendations. It's very, very supportive. And we're there 24-7 for you. So again, we're on Facebook at the Sort of Awesome Hangout for you guys. Bree, one of the things that we do talk about a lot in the Hangout with our awesome community is what's for dinner? What recipes are you loving? You know, looking for cooking and meal planning and kitchen inspiration. So I know that people are going to be so thrilled to hear what you have to say today. Before we get into all of that, let's go ahead and start this show the way we always do with our Awesomes of the Week. Awesome of the Week is the moment in the show where we stop and talk about whatever is making life a little bit more awesome right now. It could be a book or a TV show, a movie, a podcast, a product, a recipe, something that's bringing a little extra gold sparkle to our days. So Brie, I can't wait to hear what you brought for your Awesome of the Week. Oh, yes. I brought something that I've been craving a lot. I call them tipsy braised short ribs because they cook in a whole bottle of wine. Nice. Okay. Tell me everything. These short ribs are happy. They're tipsy. They're so rich and decadent. And I think because we're kind of coming to the end of summer, my body knows when to start craving those really like decadent, rich, cozy meals. And I just feel like I wake up every morning the past few days and be like, I want Tipsy Breeze short ribs with creamy mashed potatoes right now. That sounds amazing. Yes, it it is the season for breaking out the comfort food for sure. Yes, the weather might not agree with it, but my body is like, it's time. Absolutely. Yes. And we listen to our bodies around here. So tell us everything we need to know about this recipe. Oh my goodness. It is actually pretty simple. I think if you look at the ingredients, it might feel intimidating or even the time to cook. I know as a new cook, I was like, whoa, but it's really simple. You just take short bone and short ribs and you sear them a little bit. And then okay. you throw all the ingredients in like the wine, the tomato paste, a lot of seasonings. And then you put it in your Dutch oven. You put it in the oven for a few hours and just forget about it. And your whole oh. house will smell so good. Oh, I bet. It's so good. And it's a great dish, I think, for entertaining because, again, like you can make it ahead of time. And then by the time people are coming over, they're like, what is this smell? And all you have to do is like pull it out of the oven and they are good to go. You can serve them right out of the Dutch oven and they fall off the bone. They're like juicy. They're tender. They're delicious. Okay. Okay. Is this recipe in the book? Yes, it is. Okay. Well, uh, lucky (laughs) for me, I'm going to be looking that up. That sounds so good. And also short ribs are one of those things that I kind of never know what exactly we're supposed to be doing with them. I see them like at Costco in the, you know, the meat cases all the time. And I just sort of pass on by because it feels a little intimidating. I don't know exactly what to do, but you're making this sound extremely approachable and very easy. Very approachable and very delicious. Awesome. And did you say you do like a little creamy mashed potato on the side? Yes. Oh yeah. I do some Mashed potatoes, I like to put the braised short ribs on top of them because some of the sauce that the short ribs were cooking Mm. in. But those mashed potatoes have so much butter and also a lot of cream cheese. Oh, good. Yeah. Either cream cheese or mascarpone cheese. 
Oh makes my them gosh. so creamy. I've never even heard of doing a mascarpone in your potatoes. Okay. So good. I am going to check this out because truly, I mean, it's still hot, hot here in Oklahoma. I'm sure it's probably still very warm where you are. But yeah, we're fully in fall. So it is time yes. to start getting out those hearty comfort food meals for sure. It so. is. And that's good to know. I, did, I haven't been to Costco in a while, but you can get short ribs at Costco. I didn't even think about that. Yes, much more, I think, reasonably priced than at the grocery store. Oh, yeah. Plus, we have a huge family, so we buy a lot of our <laughs> meat and stuff yes. there because it goes quickly around here. So, yeah, oh, good cost. That's a great tip. tip. Yes, definitely, definitely. Okay, well, thank you for sharing that recipe and that fall cooking inspiration. Seriously, going Thanks. to have to check that out. My Awesome of the Week this week is an app Brie, one thing that is Ooh. true about me is I am obsessed with the sky. <laughs> really? I love that. Like the actual sky. The actual sky above us. I'm obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I like taking pictures of clouds and just stargazing. And I don't know. I just absolutely love all things planetary. But... I've never like took an astronomy class or anything like that. Like I'm just like to gaze yeah. and appreciate, but I don't really know what I'm looking at. <laughs> Except for the big That's ones. That's pretty. I feel yes, that. Like I could find Orion. Okay. But after that, I'm a little limited. Yes. <laughs> and so I have to tell you about this app that I have been loving. You maybe have heard of it. It's called the Starwalk app. I just found it recently. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is such a great new app. No, it's not new. Brie, I was reading about it to get ready for the show. It's been around since 2010. <laughs> I love when that happens. I love when I'm like, I discovered this and then I share yes. it and everyone's like, I've had that since 1983. And I'm like, oh dear. <laughs> it's so true. That happens to me so much. I'll be like, have you guys heard of this thing? And it's been out for a long time. I genuinely, yeah. this app though, this app is so good. I genuinely thought it was like a new release, but I was reading wow. like it won App Award in 2010. So I was oh, like, okay, it's wow. been good for a long time. But this app is so cool. It's free. There is a paid version, like if you want more features to it, but just the free version is so great. So what you do, mm. I brought my phone as a prop, even though <laughs> just to show <laughs> you. So you put the app on your phone and once you open it, you can hold up your phone and wherever you point your phone's camera, it shows you through the magic of AI and all kinds oh of gosh. stuff I don't understand. It shows you and tells you what stars you're looking at. Or if you're, looking, <gasps> you're like, oh, that's a really bright star. No, it's a planet. You know, it shows you and everything is labeled. And next oh to gosh. everything that you're looking at, whether it's a planet, a constellation, a star, you can like tap on it. And it will give you all this information about that thing that you're looking at. Isn't that Wait, that wild? is so cool. That yes. is so cool. I'm like, how is this app free? Like how? That's amazing. It's so good. There's so many features. I personally, I like to keep it kind of surface level. I just like to look and see like, what are we looking at? What has been moving across the sky? I like that. But you, if you get the paid version, again, you can go on a total deep dive. They even have time machine feature where you can go back and see what the stars looked like in the <gasps> sky on a certain date, which that is, is so wild. Cool. Yes. There's what? a feature where they have 
space pictures, like they have a picture of the day section where you can look at just pictures from satellites and whatever from space. If you just like are a sky nerd like I am, it is so cool. And it's fun to do with your kids too, because you can just go out, especially now that the days are getting shorter and it's earlier and earlier. You can go out with your kids and go on a little walk and just see what all the things are above you in the sky. I love that. That is so fun. They packed a lot into that app. They have so much in there. And that's why I'm just like, how? How is this even all in one app? It's very, very cool. That is awesome. Yeah, it's called the Starwalk app. It's in the app store. I do not know if they have it for Android. You guys will have to check and see and let me know. But I do know for sure you can put it on your iPhone. So yeah, so fun. Thank you for letting me completely geek out about. That's so cool. I learned (laughs) something new today. I'm going to download it and check it out. Okay, good, good, good. You'll have to let me know if you're enjoying it as much as I am for sure. So those are Awesomes of the Week for Brie and myself. We'll have links in the show notes for you guys to check those things out. And of course, we want to hear what is awesome in your life right now. So again, come find us on social media, Sort of Awesome Show on Instagram or in the Hangout every single Friday in the Sort of Awesome Hangout. We ask, what's awesome in your life? What's your Awesome of the Week? And I always love reading through that to see what discoveries I'm missing out on. I always find something new. So yeah. All right. Brie and I are going to be talking all things food, cooking, becoming more confident in the kitchen, finding joy in your cooking. We have so much to talk about and we're going to get to all of that when we come right back. Okay, friends, I have got to be so for real with you right now about one of my very favorite apps who also happens to be one of my very favorite sort of awesome sponsors, and that is Rocket Money. In fact, I'm going to open up my personal email account and tell you just a few of the emails and updates I've gotten from Rocket Money this month. I'm a longtime enthusiastic fan of Rocket Money because they send me emails like this, large transaction detected. I love that Rocket Money keeps an eye on our spending, on our checking account. And when they see those big transactions happen, they're always like, hey, 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 big thing happened. Are you cool with this? It is so helpful to know that somebody's keeping an eye on all of this stuff. Here's another one. Savings tip, cancel unused iTunes subscriptions. So I open up that email. It takes me to the app where I can look through all of our various iTunes subscriptions and decide, do we still need this? Can we cancel it? It helps me save money every single month on those iTunes subscriptions. Some of the ones I've signed up for, some of the ones the kids have signed up for. It makes it so easy to get them deleted and out of our spending. Here's another one. Meg, your monthly subscriptions have changed. Okay, Rocket Money tracks your subscriptions. And so every month, if a subscription goes up in price or down in price, they let us know. They let us know what subscriptions are getting ready to be charged. And if we decide we want to cancel one, Rocket Money will go ahead and do that for you too. You can see why I love this app so much. It makes tracking your spending and saving money so easy. Rocket Money is a personal finance app. It finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. It monitors your spending. It helps you lower your bills. And best of all, it does all of that in one place. So you guys, stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions and manage your money the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash awesome. That's rocketmoney.com slash awesome. Rocketmoney.com slash awesome. Okay, we are back. And today we are talking to Brie McCoy about her brand new book, The Cook's Book. 
And Brie, when I got this copy, which thank you so much for sending to me, I have been loving it so much. It made me go back in time myself to when I was a brand new newlywed. I did not grow up knowing how to cook. We did a lot of convenience foods, a lot of hamburger helper, fish sticks, those kinds of things. I could follow package directions, but I didn't know how to like cook, cook. So when I was a newlywed back in the very late 90s, going into the 2000s, I would get the Taste of Home cookbooks. They're like compilation books for every year. Yes. For me, they were very simple recipes and I could follow those recipes, but I still didn't understand the principles of cooking, like how and why you use, for example, this utensil for this or have this as a pan. This is what you need for cooking. These pans, these pots and why and when you use them. I feel like I missed out on all of that. And so when I was reading this book, I was like, oh my gosh, what a gift this would be. Not just for somebody who loves cooking, because it is absolutely But for somebody who's starting out in life, whether they are a newlywed or a new graduate or maybe starting over in life for whatever reason, this would be, this sounds so stupid to say, but this would be the gift that keeps on giving because there's just so much practical in here and so approachable and your joy and your love for cooking just comes through so much on every page. I just want to tell you you just did such a great job with this. Thank you so much. That is so encouraging. That was for sure my hope and dream while writing the book. Good. Well, you did it. You nailed it. It's so beautiful. I love it. Thank you. I would love to hear your perspective. Again, the thing that I appreciate about your approach to cooking and to the kitchen so much is that you were not a person who just by nature or you didn't grow up in a house where you just learned it as you were growing up. How can people who are, you know, for whatever reason, maybe they might consider themselves like a reluctant cook, or maybe they used to love to cook until they were like cooking for kids all the time who complain about every single thing and you've got picky eaters. I know that you've been working with cooks at all different stages of, you know, knowing how to cook and what to do in the kitchen. So I'm sure you've learned a lot along the way. How can those of us who maybe are a little bit more reluctant in the kitchen, where do you find inspiration? What do you tell people if they're like, oh, cooking such a drag? What is your perspective on how we can find joy and find the awesome in that? Well, I think the first thing is the way that I wrote this book, and you nailed it so well, I'm so glad it came through, is I really wanted it to be an experience. I wanted someone to be able to pick it up and be like, this is a fun experience. This isn't just a cookbook where I am, you know, going through the motions, cooking the recipe. And I think for me, when I was learning to cook and I was like, I think this is so ridiculous and, you know, a time suck and everything's dirty now. I hate everything. And I was just cooking for (laughs) me and my husband. (laughs) I started to be like, how can I make this more of an experience unless of a chore? And so it was, you know, learning little tips. Like I want to learn a little bit more about salt or I want to learn a little bit more about my pan. I kind of gave things personalities in my kitchen. Like my pan is a girl. I just started to like make things come alive so that it didn't Mm. feel as much as I'm just kind of doing the steps. I'm buying the groceries. I'm meal planning. 
it's like a whole world inside my kitchen and a whole experience every time I step in. And so I think part of it was one of the first things, maybe like making it more of an experience or looking at it Mm. as more of like an experience or maybe you want to learn something a little bit more or even doing something as simple as, you know, like I would put salt on a tomato and eat the tomato before I like prepped it for everything else. Just be like, what does tomato taste like without the salt? What does it taste like with the salt? Something as simple as that didn't have to be like, I'm taking a whole knife skills course, right? Right, right, right. Yes. Honing my skill a little bit through the act of experience. And it just, my joy absolutely came alive through that. And that's really what I tried to put in the book. I think the other thing that brings a lot of joy is naming what you want your kitchen to be for you. I think, especially if you grew up like Food TV Network or Martha Stewart, I always was like, my kitchen has to be this very well-oiled run machine. I have to have the cloth napkins out. I have to have the four-course meal. And I was really trying to achieve that dream. And it was stressing me out. It was killing my joy. I was like, I don't like this. But Martha loves it. Martha loves it. She set that precedent for her kitchen. And I was Mm -hmm. like, well, I'm going to set the precedent for my kitchen. And so I think naming what you want for your kitchen. And for my kitchen, I wanted joy and confidence. And I wanted high energy. Like I was like, I want high energy here. I'm like, how do I achieve that? Okay, I'm going to play music. I'm going to like get a really fun, bright apron. I'm going to invite people into the kitchen while I cook. But then I've talked to other people that were like, I want my kitchen to be a place of calm and my break from the world. So they like close Mm -hmm. their kitchen off. Yes. You know, people aren't allowed to come into the kitchen. I'm going to light some candles. Maybe I'm going to listen to some calm music. And so I think just let go of everything that anyone's told you about what your kitchen has to be and name it for yourself. Yes. Oh, that's so smart. And I really love the idea of the experience part of it. I think so often things that we feel like we have to do or it's our responsibility that just changing the perspective on it can make a huge difference. And so thinking of cooking each meal as getting to experience the process. I think that the shift in mindset can really, yeah, open up a different perspective. And you might even be surprised by what joyful things that you find in there. Exactly. Exactly. I think it is all about choosing to like notice even little things, which I think is true for our lives, period. Like when we start to notice the clouds or we start to know, it's like, oh, oh, there's a little bit more joy now. Yes. Yes. I'm so curious. You obviously spend a lot of time in your kitchen and are, you know, not only thinking about the cooking that you're doing right now, but I'm sure as somebody who now teaches and has been teaching people how to cook, you're in there a lot. What are some things right now that are just bringing joy to you in this season that are, you're just like, oh, I just, you know, oh, this makes me so happy when I'm in here. I would love to hear more about that. <sighs> Right now, I would say it's the farmer's market. We have this really fun farmer's market. We just moved here and everybody is telling us, you got to go to this farmer's market. And I love a good farmer's market. And I will kind of restrain myself, which actually brings more creativity. I think Mm. there is a misconception. For me, I always thought more options, more possibilities, more creativity. And I thought that way for the kitchen, like give me all the cooking skills, give me all the ingredients, all the spices. And I realized if I limit myself, that actually breeds more creativity. And that happens through the farmer's market. Because I'm like, I'm only getting the vegetables that are in season right now. 
or I'm yes. only getting the meat that I can find at the farmer's market. And mm-hmm. then I bring it back home. And it's just, I get so excited. Like, what do the tomatoes taste like this year? What yes. do the cucumbers taste like this year? And then how can I pull a really delicious meal together that kind of honors the season that we're in? Oh, wow. I love that. I love seasonal cooking. Again, I did not grow up that way. You know, my parents were baby boomers. The thing of putting together a meal, especially at the end of the day, it was not an experience. It was like, there's just a lot of kids here. Let's get everybody fed. And so I did not grow up with an idea of we should, we could cook seasonally. Yeah. And so as an adult, discovering like you said, when the produce is so fresh and the things that kind of, you know, even going back to your awesome of the week with the braised short ribs, like what are our bodies sort of instinctively telling us based on the season yes. of the year that we're in? That is so joyful too, I think, to follow that. Oh yeah. I love when my body is like, is it soup season? And I'm like, oh my yes. gosh, is it soup season? <laughs> like, it's soup season. Yes. We're here. We made it. We made it. We're back to soup season. (laughs) We're back. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So much joy to be found in that. And I love what you said too. I think sometimes we do think that, you know, we do need to like go to Costco or the local grocery and just load up on all of this stuff. And then it does become, again, I think especially for people who are not naturally geared towards cooking or being creative in the kitchen then it's like, you do have too many choices. And it's like, okay, I don't even know. I've got all of this stuff. Where do I even start? I love what you're saying about the sort of simplicity of embracing limitations, you know? Yes, I didn't use to love it. But Jeremy, because we were in a situation where I felt like there was a lot of food waste. Part of that was like being a, you know, recipe developer. So I was constantly like recipe. And then it was like, there was so much food waste and we were not very happy about it. And Jeremy was like, what if we don't go to the grocery store this week? And I was okay. like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. I was like, no, no. <laughs> like, you know, I need potatoes, DoorDash. Yes. I'm not a cumin, DoorDash. Yeah. Or I can walk to our grocery store. And I was like, that sounds, again, like an awful idea. And for some reason, I think Jeremy doesn't have good ideas and then look at them. <laughs> <laughs> so I do that now. I do that more often where I'll be like, we're cooking what we have. Because I loved that week. I realized like, oh, I have this whole jar of marinade I haven't used before. Or... Oh my yes. gosh, I have all these freezer meals that I need to like go through. Yeah. And, and actually use them. Yes. And we cleaned out our pantry and fridge and I got creative with some of the meals and I was like, that was fun. Yeah. And you know what? Speaking of seasonally, I think that's actually a great thing to do at the turn of the season. You know, here yes. we are coming to the end of the summer season, especially in terms of, you know, like you said, the farmer's market produce, those types of things. So I think this is like a good time. These turns of the season are a good time to use up what you've got, what you've been storing or putting to the side or just like whatever, go through all of that to make room for the new season ahead. I love that, actually. That's very smart. Yeah, Yeah. do it now. Do it now. This is the perfect time for that. It's so good. So good. Okay, well, speaking of soup season, you have a lot to say in the cook's book about soups. And I know you have brought not just one, but two soups for the awesomes. And so we are going to get to those soup recipes and soup inspiration when we come right back. Friends, here we are. We are a couple of weeks into this brand new school year. And as always, we have kids in my house who are doing a variety of different ways of schooling. We have one who's homeschooling at home, a couple of kids back on campus part of the time, 
and at home part of the time. We've got one all day pre-K or we've got everything. And you know, I've thought about and deliberated on our choices for our kids' schooling so much and all parents are doing that. We all want to set up our kids for success. And if you are looking for a way to provide your kids with an education that is right for them and for their needs where they are right now, I highly recommend checking out K-12 Powered Schools. K-12 Powered Schools are tuition-free, online accredited public schools for kindergarten through 12th grade. Now, this is not your typical homeschooling where parents are the ones who are responsible for teaching their kids and finding the curriculum and implementing it. K-12 Powered Schools is different in that they have state certified teachers who are trained in online education. K-12's hands-on innovative technology makes learning interactive and engaging, and it helps your child to gain skills and experience and certifications all before graduating from high school. So if this sounds like something that your family is looking for, go check out K-12. Help your child gain the skills they need to thrive in the future with K-12. And there is still time to get started for the fall. Go to k12.com slash awesome today to learn more and find a tuition-free K-12 powered school near you. That's the letter K, the number 12.com slash awesome, k12.com slash awesome. All right, we are back. And this week we are talking to Brie McCoy. She is the author of the brand new book, The Cook's Book. I keep showing it. It's so pretty, you guys. We'll put some pictures on social media for sure. Brie, the photography is so pretty. You just open any page and there's like these recipes that you're like, okay, can you teach me how to make this, Brie? Okay, let's do it. So much fresh inspiration. And there is a whole bunch in here about soup. You have a lot to say about soup. Are you a big soup person? Just by nature, you love a soup? I love soup now. I do not used to love soup. I used to be very like, I want a meat Mm -hmm. and a vegetable. And soup was like, that's a cop out. Soup is a cop out. (laughs) It's a cheat. (laughs) Yeah, like this is cheating. But then I learned the art of layering soup and adding stuff to soup and just making it a little bit more magical and soup the next day, and how long it lasts. Like, I'm a soup fanatic. Okay. Well, it totally comes through in the book. You have so much enthusiasm for soups and so many great recipes for soups in there. Some that I was like, oh, I didn't even know that could be a soup. You have brought, like I said before the break, not just one, but two soups for the awesomes that are good weeknight soups. You know, sometimes I think soups, we think, oh, it's going to take a long time to put together. I'm going to save it for when it's a fancier thing. But you're like, hey, how about on a weeknight, put together a soup. And now that we're getting into soup season, you've got some ideas for us. So tell us about the first soup. The first soup is my lemony chicken and potato soup. And that one, I love that one for the beginning of going into cold season because it still has a little brightness. The lemon just adds just that touch of brightness. So if you're not really there yet, if you're still in the very hot heat, but you Mm -hmm. want to like wade into soup waters, I feel like this one is still so good, but it has that brightness to it. It's not super thick. It's not super heavy. It's so delicious. It went low-key viral when I posted it. And a lot of people actually who don't like soup, I turned them to soup because of this soup. Okay. So great. I love that. So what else are we putting into this? We're putting in chicken. And another great note about that is that it can be done in the Instant Pot. So a lot of people who have an Instant Pot or a Crock Pot, they love Mm -hmm. it because it's like, I can throw everything in there, but 
it's chicken, it's yeah. stock, it's potatoes. You can do any potato. Sometimes I do red potatoes. Sometimes I do little butter potatoes. And then you kind of like let all some seasonings and spices, you let all that cook. Once it's cooked, you're going to add in a little bit of cream. So it gives like a little okay. bit of creaminess to it and a little bit of yeah. lemon juice. And that lemon juice just like, okay. it's not overpowering. A lot of people who have told me, I don't like lemon. They love the soup because they're like, oh, it's just like a whisper of lemon. I don't even think you would clock it as lemon if you didn't know. I think you would just be like, there's some brightness in this soup. And then you put in some really delicious parm cheese, shaved Parmesan cheese, and then a baguette. That's what I'm talking about. I'm like, you can make soup a three-course meal. We're adding stuff to it. We're throwing a baguette on the side. Maybe a side salad. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That would be so great. Perfect for fall, like you said. And I love the potatoes in there, too, for that little boost of just like it and keep you full just a little bit longer. Yeah. I was like, I need a potato because it does. It makes you feel much more full and it just makes it a little bit on the hearty side. Yeah. But the flavors still are not completely like dead of winter kind of hearty. So, yeah, I love that. That sounds yes. so good. My stomach is actually rumbling right now. <laughs> How quickly can I, know, I I'm this? like, oh, it's, lunch, so good. it's lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Okay. So that was the creamy lemon chicken potato soup. Is that right? Yep. Creamy lemon and potato chicken soup. Yep. Mm, so good. Tell us about the other one that you brought for us to be inspired by the soup season. The next one is a little bit of a wild card. And if anyone knows me, they will know this as pumpkin chili. But in the book, it's called Harvest Chili. And the reason it's called Harvest Chili is because people would see the pumpkin in the title and be like, no. I think it's also because people, or at least I would think pumpkin, pumpkin spice latte, pumpkin bread. Like I'm thinking sweet. And so a lot of people were always asking me, how sweet is this? And I'm like, it's zero sweet. It's 0% sweet. (laughs) 0%, yes. 0% sweet. I love savory. I much more tend towards savory. And so I wanted to enjoy pumpkin season just like everybody else was, but without the pumpkin spice latte was too sweet or the pumpkin bread or whatever it was. Right. And canned pumpkin, unsweetened canned pumpkin is not sweet at all. And what it does to the chili is it just gives it a creaminess. Okay. It gives it this like really creamy texture, but also thickens the soup. And another thing about this chili is that it uses ground turkey and chicken. Oh, good. Sausage. Yes. A lot of people who are like, I can't do red meat. They love this chili. Mm. And there's also no tomatoes in it. So people who have nightshades or they can't have tomatoes, they're like, finally, Mm -hmm. a chili I can eat because we rely on the pumpkin. We don't need to be adding like any tomato, canned tomatoes, anything like that. Well, that is so good. My husband is one of those people, like he cannot eat tomatoes hardly at all. And it's such a shame because he does love chili, but so many chilies have tomatoes in them. I mean, it's sort of like one of the foundational parts of chili. So I'm definitely going to check this out for us. And like you said, with the ground turkey, the ground chicken in there, it's almost like a lighter spin on it, but you still get the hardiness. And like you said, the creaminess. With the oh, yeah. Yes. And you get to add pumpkin beer. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Now we're talking. If you don't use the pumpkin beer, you can use chicken stock. But that was another way that I was like, let's go full on fall, full on pumpkin. And so you yes. do glaze with some pumpkin beer, not the whole thing. So if you have leftover pumpkin beer, 
We'll sip. We'll sip for the cup. We'll sip. (laughs) Exactly. Oh my goodness. That sounds so good. And again, I think that's such a great transitional thing to make as we're leaving summer behind. And I love the name even harvest, kind of get people in that harvest mood. So, and I think that would be one that kids would love too. Actually, both of these, you know, even more reluctant soup eaters, these sound really approachable even for kids or pickier eaters. Yes. So good. I've had some people tell me their kids won't eat chili, but they'll eat harvest chili. Or apparently this chili has won a lot of competitions that I've not been in. Oh, okay. I took your chili to the chili cook-off and I won. To the That's awesome. The, like neighborhood cook yeah. like, This chili is winning a lot of awards. <laughs> send me some badges. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Now you'll have to call it the award-winning harvest chili. <laughs> Ooh, exactly. Oh my gosh. I love that. <laughs> that is so fun. So pro tip, you guys, take Bree's harvest chili to your next cook-off. Probably going to win. Okay, so the book this the cook's book. And where's a good place to find it? What's the best place to find it? Is it in all of the book places? Tell us everything you want us to know about the book. The cook's book, it recently came out, but it is going through its second print run right now. So at <gasps> this time, oh. the only place I know it was exciting news. And it was also a little overwhelming because the only place you can get the cook's book right now is Amazon. Every place did have it. They do yeah, not have it sold anymore. Out. Yes. That's so it used to be like Target online, Walmart online, Barnes and Noble. We are trying to get them into a lot of our independent bookstores across the country. But right now it's Amazon, but hopefully coming to a bookstore near you when they reprint. I love that. I mean, Amazon makes it easy for sure, but definitely you guys go into your local independent bookstore. We have a couple of really great ones here in Oklahoma City. I'm sure you have one close to you wherever you are and go in and talk to them about getting Bree's cookbook on the shelves and then see if they can even keep it on the shelves because it sounds like it'll be on too. Genuinely, I know we keep talking about the seasonality of it all, but you guys, this would be a great gift. Again, could be a great gift for the established cook in your life, but even better for the person in your life who's maybe starting out on their cooking journey. It is so beautiful. And I know I keep saying this, but Bree, You explain how and why things work in the kitchen, both technique-wise, but also teaching people how you don't even have to be bound to a recipe. Once you understand these foundational things about cooking, you can look at what you have in your kitchen and come up with stuff on your own, be your own recipe developer. And it doesn't sound like it, but this is just such a creative guide. I feel like you've done such a great job of inspiring creativity with this. So you just did such Thank a good so job. Much. Thank you so, so much. Fun. I so appreciate that. Very good work. So keep it in your mind, you guys, for upcoming gift giving in the holidays. I think this would be a great gift. And maybe it'll be back in stock wherever you shop for books by then. Please, <laughs> please. <laughs> that would be great. Okay. Well, Brie, I know you have such a loyal and enthusiastic following online. So again, I'm sure lots of our awesomes already do follow you on social media. But if they don't and they want to find out more about you and what you have going on in your kitchen and your projects, where is the best place to find you all around the web? The best place is Instagram. That's where I'm hanging out the most. And it's just at Brie McCoy, although McCoy is spelled M-C-K-O-Y. Very tricky. Very tricky. Very tricky. B-R-I-N-C-K-O-Y. <laughs> and that's where I'm popping in and I'm sharing stuff about the Everyday Kitchen Masterclass coming up and 
the book, everything. It's a fun, delicious time over there. Yes. Yes. If you guys are looking for inspiration on the daily, go follow Brie. She will get you hooked up no matter what you're in the mood for, for sure. If you want to find me on social media, you can find me at Sorta Awesome Meg. You can find Sorta Awesome by searching Sorta Awesome, whatever platform you're on, you will find us there. And again, you guys come find us in the Hangout group because you know we are going to be showing up for you every day there as well. So Bree, thank you so much for taking the time to come and get us all inspired about cooking. And this has been so fun. Thanks so much for making time for us. Of course, this was fun. Thank you so much, Meg. Awesome. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see y'all next time. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.